kind of attaboy for the teacher for being humble about it. Well, she knew she was fasting that. Right. Well, since then, there's been a couple of times where she didn't. <laughs> she she ended up, well, Daddy, they only had chocolate cupcakes, so I did, but I asked God, I'm, oh God, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. You're listening to a Living Word Family Church podcast. Thanks for tuning in. For more information about Living Word Family Church, make sure to check out our website at livingwordfamily.org. You can also check us out on Facebook and Twitter. Now, on to the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to, uh, are we still calling this uh, At Least Two at Parbar? I don't know Not what if we're we know what's it. good for us, I don't think. <laughs> oh, wow. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Westward One podcast. <laughs> I'm Scott Millis, pastor of Living Word Family Church, and with me is Matt Kreider, our esteemed youth pastor, and Zach Bensel, our jack-of-all-trades, youth leader, band member, all-around good guy. Thanks for joining us. What's on the board to talk about today, guys? Well, I do have something I'd like to ask about before we get too far in. Scott, what would you take to church this morning when you came to work? Did I, did what I mode of me? transportation did you use? I rode my bicycle. And what what did my phone said thirty two degrees this morning? Is that what you said? Did too. I was a little surprised. And it was a little breezy out there. Yeah. And it wasn't until what till you got to church you realized it was. Well, that? No, I mean, I, I, I actually I got up early this morning and I, I walked downtown to get my hair cut. And wow. uh, downtown, boom, yeah, Metropolis, St. Joe. I went down and had coffee with a. Uh, another this local podcast pastor. brought to you by Wicked Rascal. <laughs> by Geschenk Coffee and Tea House. Uh, yeah, so I, I meet a uh, another local pastor on Thursday mornings for coffee and fellowship, and then I went down to the uh, Wicked Rascal to get my hair cut and uh, walked back with my son, who also was there getting his hair cut. So I, I knew what he was I was. He was probably barefoot, wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> it's, tell you how how cold was it? Riley wore a jacket. That's oh, how cold it was. Man. He had a hoodie on this morning. So I start calling him polar bear, just he like is you. Amazing, but uh, no, I dressed for it. I knew I knew it was cold, but I didn't come down here, you know, in biker shorts. I've got warm boots Thank and jeans Lord. on, and yeah. I had a hat and gloves. So Are you still wearing that big Russian fur cap? No, I've got a more. Uh, Streamlined version of that. It's a streamlined leather shell with a... that proved to be a air drag on my bike. That's so right. that's right. <laughs> you can tell by my particular bicycle how into aerod- aerodynamics. Right, I'm right. Knobby tired beach cruiser with no gears. <laughs> Very fitting for Illinois <laughs> in the winter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so, how's everybody's fast going? <sighs> Going Good. fast. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. There it is. The well, dad joke. We've it only, only got took two <laughs> episodes on the podcast for us to get one out. We've only got what? Um, two days. Three, two or three days. Well, well. I mean, because it technically ends Saturday, doesn't it? Right. Well, well, you know, from well, this time, it's we've got just about what thirty six. Because technically, no, I mean, it uh, ends when we hours, when right. we join together for lunch on Sunday right. after church. That would oh, be the right. technical end of the fast. So, right. well, even though. Since I was already breaking on Sundays, there's a good chance I'm going to have a donut or something on well, Sunday morning for breakfast. And we still have Maybe. some Maybe. of those cinnamon rolls in Ooh. the you know, Solid Rock I'm kitchen. wondering if those are any good. David think- and I are going to make sure yeah. on Sunday morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i got a couple, a couple of kids in my house who'd be willing to test that out. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. saving my appetite for after church, Jack. Yeah, that's probably but not a bad idea. 72 hours from now, I will be very, very full. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So, um, and how's everything as far as your fast? Everybody is still 
Like yeah. you're a lot, kind of on the downhill side of it. So how's everything? It's good. Yeah. Are you are you pretty much settled into a routine of this fast, or is it still a challenge for you? Or not what? really. And I that sounds kind of bad to say, but I mean, I definitely miss food. I miss. I was someone asked me this last night. I think it was Dave. He asked me what I'm looking forward to most after the fast, uh-huh. and it was just eating conveniently. Because uh-huh. one thing uh, that kind of bugs me is it. just. Like you go to the grocery store, you go somewhere like find trying to find restaurants. It's like the whole morning. I feel like I'm figuring out, okay, where can I go to get a salad or something? Right, so, right. That's yeah. when you just pack a bag of grass, take it with you. I mean, let us. I <laughs> guess yeah. probably that yeah, doesn't sound very good when I say a bag of grass. In certain cultures. <laughs> 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 but no, I'm good. I got my trail mix. Right on. Trail mix without. The delight of any kind of chocolate which, pieces, right. which when big, I look for trail mix, I typically look for one with the most chocolate. That's a narrow trail. But yeah, what that is that? One? That's a Brazil, that a Brazil nut. nut. A Brazil nut. You're actually going to be like chomping peanuts while into the yeah, microphone. Yeah, I apologize, people. I have a bit of a cold, so I'm going to be sniffing and chomping and coughing. So I'll just cut it out. So later. we're glad to have you with us today. <laughs> as we <laughs> this podcast brought to you by Coldies. No. <laughs> I got the picture of Rusty's from Cars 3. Mm, speaking of which. Have you seen a preview for Cars? Yeah, we watched it last week. Oh, that's right. That's right. Did we talk about We didn't talk about that on the podcast, though. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the preview for Cars 3? No, I have not. Oh, my I'm, gosh. I'm a big fan of the Cars franchise. I'm Why? Franchise. I don't know. Didn't, nothing against it. Just didn't. Uh, well, if you say you're not a big fan me. of it, there's inherently something you have against it because you it's, don't say, I'm, so, I'm not a big fan on, of talking cars. <laughs> Talking cars don't talk. Cars give, me, don't... give me a good movie like Zootopia, <laughs> which is also a fun watch too. But no, the cars. I didn't. I didn't. I haven't. Really, I've only seen like half of Cars two. For some reason, the whole Zach and I were talking about this last week. The yeah. whole like Indy car circuit. You don't need no, to see is it the other Indy, half. no Grand Prix? Yeah. Was it Grand Prix or Indy car? Isn't it Grand two. Prix? Whatever. Wherever they race races. the streets and yeah, Italian race cars in Monaco. I don't know why. It's just doesn't not something that really flips my trigger. But the first cars I thought was epic. Did you ever see? Um, shoot, <clears throat> I guess it wasn't. It's kind of in that cars the franchise. You, yeah, the yeah, planes. It, did. Yeah. It, did. it was almost a sequel to planes. Well, it, no, it was a sequel to planes, but it was in that same cars universe. And um, it was the one where they go Wait, fight forest fires. Have on. you seen that? The movie was called Planes, mm-hmm. and it was a sequel to a movie called Planes. No, it was called it was Planes Two. Were there two Planes movies? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. It was oh. the one where he goes. But I'm saying it still has the same talking cars, that same feel of cars. Right, right, right. So it's almost like these these two same universe, right? Yes, yeah, but not even the same universe. On them, almost it's parallel like the Marvel movies. universe, right, right. And uh, but if you have you ever seen it where they fight fires? Oh my no, gosh, it's really? absolutely, it's such a fun movie to watch. And so the, um, dude, what dude. are you laughing about? Any, it's a fun movie. Do any airplanes die in this movie? Do any, uh, they talk about airplanes who have fought fires like in the past. They've got, they, at one point in the movie, um, this guy, uh, he's no longer to fly racing because the first plane in this movie is about this guy, crop duster, that wants to be a racing plane. And so that's, you know, his whole thing. Well, in the second movie, his gearbox. Why do they got to bring race into everything? <laughs> Speaking of segues, <laughs> um, <clears throat> but the, in the second movie, he's That's not able to race. Jokes. Okay, it's essentially basically for his quote unquote health. You know, his yeah, gearbox right. is broken, so if he gets over a certain um, whatever RPM or whatever, 
he could he could crash like basically die yeah, essentially. Yeah, yeah. So he wants to. Um, I don't remember how this came about, but he's oh he's going to help out a friend or whatever. He ends up going training with these firefighting. There's a hel- there's helicopters, there's uh, water planes and stuff. But just the energy of the movie and fighting these fires, it's like it's like watching a rescue. No, it's called Rescue Planes. Is that yeah, Rescue Planes or something like that? It's just a fun. I mean, I wa- I've watched it two or three times with Logan. With Logan's, so having Logan. kids great. Yes, great having kids to is watch great. Some of this stuff. Yeah. But I have to be honest with you. Even without kids, I'd probably watch this movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the, uh, but but they've got they've got these four little. They look like little. Um, they're just little uh, uh, diggers, bulldozers, whatever. Where they clear out the underbrush and build like a kind of like a um, a. Runway. barrier around no a oh. barrier around these woods so like the underbrush is cleared out so when the fire goes it doesn't go any further kind of thing uh, and these guys yeah. drop out of this huge plane with parachutes <laughs> and drop right into the forest and stuff and just start just the wow. energy and the fast pace of the movie is just really really fun it's yeah, really cool. cool anyway said all that to say that it, with each progressive movie the plot gets better it's like you know what i'm saying it's like it's like with any pixar or any any movie like that like the first ones when you go back and look and watch the first toy story mm-hmm. you Don't. see that mm-hmm. You better be careful what you're about to say. What do you mean? Toy Story is a classic. So you're making fun of me for the Planes Cars movies, and then here you are talking about Toy Story is a classic. What's the difference? But see, no, here's the thing. Toy Story, (laughs) it's got humor that you can appreciate even as an adult. So does Cars. Mm. Oh, come on. Not as much don't as just, Toy don't, Story. Don't just say that to be contrary. You have to I, agree. I am a little biased. I did because I, I grew up grew up with Toy Story. But have you grown up really? Wow, wow, that wow. hurts. True. That's Especially today. True. That's what's that? That he's grown up with Toy Story. Yeah. I see. Oh, I see. See, I totally missed that. You were questioning his growing up period. Period. You, yeah, I was exactly. I was making a little cut. Just a little cut. Has just it been that long? But I guess it sure has. <laughs> um, but so, anyway, but with Toy Story, when you go back and watch the first one. Just from a, um, not necessarily a plot thing, because the plot was a lot of fun, but just from a graphics, a 3D animation. the pop filter. <laughs> a 3D animation standpoint. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, it's the, the distance that they've come is absolutely huge. I took a 3D animation class at Parkland, which was an absolute blast. Had a, such a good, in fact, we used the program that they used to make Toy Story. Um, oh, wow. Uh but we we worked on lighting and we worked on how do you how do you light a 3D animated space to make it look Is not it? necessarily real photorealistic but to look a little bit more um like it would like it would really look like lights bouncing off things the way they're supposed to shadows falling where they're supposed to all this kind of stuff and so we, one of the things that we did in that class was he watched we watched a video segment of all of the Pixar things that they, the little short, the animate the Pixar animation shorts. Have you ever seen those? They're like maybe five, ten minutes max. And every single one of these, yeah, it was a fun little thing. A lot of them didn't even have speaking lines. The purpose of those little shorts is for the animation studio for Pixar, for their their animation group, their crew, their workers to develop and um, master a process of animation like hair flow. Or wind, oh, or anything right, like right. that, you know. So they come up with this animation short where they perfect or try to perfect how hair flows in digital 3D space. Oh. And so then a movie comes along like Monsters Inc., where right. the or Sully the big monster. When the you look, fur. there is so much detail in his fur right. and how it flows when he walks, when he runs, he moves. It's just a fascinating process. It just it amazes me. It's something I wish I had the penchant to do. It was just so cool. Wow. But anyway, but you see, as these movies progress, they get more and more detailed. And then coming back around to Cars Three, when Zach and I saw the preview for this last week, I mean, oh, ab- yeah. the detail in the it animation. Was, this was it was almost like a it was almost like just a gritty, rough 
texture to the preview that we saw was just fan- it was absolutely it was amazing. I mean, this is wow. the kind of stuff that I that I look for when I watch movies and stuff, just because it fascinates me. The process of making a movie is just super cool, and so yeah. that's I don't yeah. know. Gosh, that was a long segue to talk about Cars 3, but anyway. Well, speaking of segues, <laughs> I'd like to do a reverse segue, a uh, yaw guess, if you will. That was, did you just come up with that? Yeah. A yaw guess? Yeah. <laughs> so wait. Okay, so wait, wait a second, wait a second. You, you guess. I, I was thinking okay. of the Segway uh, scooter instead of the actual Segway. A wayseg. Let's call it a wayseg. A wayseg. And go no. back to the fast here for a second. Oh, right. I'm sorry. Did we move on too quickly? We did. I think yes, because we only heard from Zach. How is uh, how's the fast oh, going yeah, for you, right. man? Oh, it's no, it's going it's going well. I haven't yeah. uh, I haven't cheated or anything. But like I said, when we talked about last week, I haven't given up. I probably haven't, in hindsight, given up enough. Like I gave up sweets and soda, um, which is hard for me to give up. But it's not like it's. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's it's a super challenge or anything. It's so it's going well. Yeah. But next time we do the fast, or if we give up, if Ash and I give up something for Lint, I'll probably probably right. probably go a different direction or do something a little bit different. So, right. but uh, but no, it's going it's going pretty well. Abigail, uh, my daughter, is giving up. She's giving up. She started out by giving up sweets. She's being very ambitious, and then it turned to just chocolate because she realized sweets is something that she likes, and so it, it covers a much broader category than right, just chocolate. Right. So she decided, no, Daddy, I'm just giving up chocolates. All right, sweetheart, that's fine. You know, as long as you're stick with it. Well, every so often at school they have snacks. Somebody brings in yeah. cupcakes or whatever, you yeah. know. And the first time they did, she let everybody pick the chocolate stuff so she could just have the vanilla, you know. And she uh-huh. got a little kind of attaboy from the teacher for being humble about it. Well, she knew she was fasting that. Right. Well, since then there's been a couple of times where. <laughs> She didn't. She she ended up. Well, Daddy, they only had chocolate cupcakes, so I did. But I asked God. I told God, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's great. Well, my kids in the early days would would choose to fast something and then switch it every three days after the, after it got to be too much. You know, instead of candy, I think I'll fast hot chocolate. Yeah. You know, instead of hot chocolate, I think I'll, I'll fast pop. You know, <laughs> took a few years to get that concept down. I, but yeah, so it's going well. Good. Yeah, it is. Now. I think maybe next year I might try the full-on day. I'm watching you guys do it. I'm like, you know, that's something I'd like to, you know, try. So, And I was telling Zach before the before we started recording, um, just going to try to, without going into any detail, make some scheduling changes in my life in the next year mm-hmm. where I'm hoping to be uh, able to take some stuff off my plate because I'm the type of yeah. person that likes to pile my plate full and then figure out how I get everything done. Right. Um, <clears throat> how to eat an elephant one bite at a time. Well, I try to take the whole <laughs> elephant in one chomp, and so that doesn't work out too well. So I'm trying to – my goal in the next year is to really free up my schedule a little bit and uh, by doing so, focus on some things that are more important. Right. Um, so right. anyway. Hey, speaking of which, after that, we record this podcast, remind me. Something I need to ask you about. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I need you to do one more thing on your plate. Oh no, oh, that's, yeah, no, yeah. that's that's fine. When it comes uh, to the pastor, yes, sir, that's what I say. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, so real quick on that on that similar topic, Pastor Scott, when you mentioned on, I believe it was just this past Sunday about what well, we talking about prayer. Yeah. And mentioned fasting and, and prayer and fasting and everything, and you talked about um, if you're the type of person that kind of praise while you're doing other things yes. and consider that just part of your daily walk with sure. God, daily conversation with God. That's totally the type of person I am. Right. So I'm like, you know what? I try to be kind of in communion with God, yeah. whatever I'm doing. And sometimes I think that's a, that's enough when it's not. We need that quiet time. That, that, I was hoping you were going to go there. I, I was going to jump yes. on you for not listening. I hope everybody understands. 
uh, and I'm sure you do if you if you're awake at all, because I feel like I've been over backwards to make the point. I was not criticizing that in and of itself. Oh, yeah. I think we I think that's absolutely the right thing to do to be in communion with God while we're doing other things. Right. Take advantage of that drive time. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if it's something that where you can safely <laughs> engage your mind doing something else while your body is right. doing something, pray without ceasing. Uh, pray without yeah. ceasing. Yeah. I just what I was cautioning against is trying to shoehorn all of our prayer time into doing it while we're doing something else because right. it creates this mental attitude that God is not worth setting aside time for. Yep, absolutely. Uh, that's faith. That's trusting that this is an hour, this is a half hour, this is 15 minutes yep. even that is worth yep. setting aside just for him because he really is there. Yep, yep. Correct. And one of the things I've tried to do, I, I wouldn't call it a New Year's resolution, um, and if I'm talking too much, please forgive me, but if I wouldn't call it necessarily a New Year's resolution, but I'm like, you know what, I'm kind of a night owl, but I know when I'm when I stay up late, I don't get up very early in the mornings, and for me... That's when my that's when my mind is most active. When I'm most able to engage in some quiet time with God, reading, praying, whatever right. is in the morning. When I first get up, um, but I find when I stay up late and just kind of chill, you know, yeah. uh, doing whatever, whether it's watching a movie or whatever it is, working, uh, doing whatever, um, then it's harder for me to get up in the morning and have that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Sure. Uh, yeah. So two three days in a row, I was doing great. You know, I'd go to bed. Uh-huh. I was in bed by. You know what? I make sure I tell Ashley, all right, I'm going to be in bed by midnight. Get up at you know five five thirty or whatever. Have my time, so I still and then have plenty of time in the morning, not only to do my quiet time, but also to get ready for work, yeah. to get the kids ready. You know, for Ash and I to get and just get the day started off well. You know, yeah. Instead of being late and rushing out the door and whatever, which is typically where our life falls in. But, um, <laughs> but uh, and it worked. Two or three days worked out great. And even though what I found is now that I'm getting used to, now I'm in bed by by twelve or so, give or take. I'm fine. I'm hitting snooze more often, and then all of a sudden my snooze is done, and it's seven o'clock when I get them. Oh shoot! You know I didn't right. have that, so mm. just gotta. I just gotta get in, get into a much better habit. So yeah. that's, that's all. That's the, all it falls down. Right. That is one of the biggest things God's been dealing with me during this fast is getting our house in order. The, the whole time management thing, taking you know just making the most of the day, and we haven't not got it down. You know, there's still nights where we just kind of crash crash at night, maybe even fall asleep while we're watching a movie or yeah, something. Yeah. There's nothing inherently sinful about that. But it, it is a domino effect. If, yeah. I, if I fall asleep on the couch in front of a TV, I'm not going to be as fresh in the morning. Yeah, it's going to do these right. things a little more deliberately. Yeah. yeah. Well, I know I've been doing a couple like prayer and fasting plans. Uh, and one thing, I don't remember how long ago it was, but I was reading something and it just – it was one about prayer, just talking about like 30, it's 30 days of prayer, so each day is like focusing on a different aspect of prayer about it, and one of it was starting your mornings off with prayer, and the thing he mentioned was, you know, the saying how um, the first 10 to 15 minutes of your day, they say, well, like, it will, shoot, what's the word I'm thinking of? It'll show how your day's gonna go, or yeah, something like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Have you guys heard that before? It's, I'm sorry, I've, I've heard yeah. something like yeah. that. And yeah. so, and that's the tone. Yeah, there's that. nothing really. I mean, I guess there's not really a. That's not a true statement. I mean, it's not. That kind of falls into the whole thing of fate, which I mean, it's not. Well, I don't know. I just, mean, but it, I mean, the point he was getting off, at it's getting your day off on the right. Foot. Right. That's I mean, the point he's getting people at. Starting say, your day off right. Yeah, starting your day off and right. So yep. he said. What's the the best way you can start your day off is in prayer. So, like, the moment you wake up, have the first words you'd be, be prayer towards God. And so yeah. I was, that's yeah. one thing I've definitely tried to work on during this fast. Is, so, old line in a, in a Joe English song. 
Joe English. Joe English. He was a drummer for Wings, Paul McCartney and Wings. Ah. And he came out with some terrific Christian music in the 80s. And uh, he had a song called Keep in Touch. And the last verse starts off with this line. As each day begins, let me have your first hello. This Mm. This is God speaking. As each day begins, let me have your first hello. I really, really enjoy that. And because and I think you're on to something there, Zach, that whatever the exact quote is, uh, there's nothing superstitious or imaginary about that. The first 15 minutes of the day can set the tone for things. Right. I, the parallel I was thinking of, you know, says our, our bread and water is blessed by the giving of thanks. You know, I'm receiving this meal from God. Mm-hmm. Jesus says you, can, you, you drink any deadly thing, it will not hurt you. You know, if I've if I it says eat what's set before you, if I if something questionable, if I'm in a, on the mission field in a foreign country, I am very careful to thank God for my food, letting Him know I'm receiving this as a blessing from you. Therefore, right. I know it's right. not going to hurt me. And can I transfer that kind of thinking over to my day? God, thank you for this day. Yes, thank mm-hmm. you for the plans you have for me today. And that sort of there's a blessing I'm pronouncing on the day because I'm receiving that day as a right. gift from God. Right. I like that. That's a good point. Determined. That was the word I couldn't think of. The first day? 10 to 15 minutes of each day really determine how the rest of your day will go. There's a lot of truth to that. Yeah. Who's that guy? I can't remember his name. Ravi Zacharias has told this story more than once about a friend of his. Uh, he was leaving town uh, to go to his next speaking engagement. Ravi was. And this friend called him, have you got time for breakfast with me this morning? Because this is, this is very important. And so he made, he said, yeah, if you meet me here at such and such a time, we can, we can spend a half hour together. And the, and the guy said, he's told about this, this gentleman, this friend of his, again, who I can't name. I don't remember his name. I'm not sure if Ravi named him, but said that this guy's habit is when he wakes up, he lies still in bed for the first either 15 or 30 minutes. I would fall back And his sleep. simple prayer is, God, speak to me. Ooh, and he wow. lies there and listens to God in case he doesn't always hear something. Right. Mm-hmm. But he always gives God the opportunity to wow. speak to him before he even gets up. Wow. And he said, and they went on to say that that morning God had given him two words for Ravi, two very specific words. One had to do with healing in his back. Uh, but he didn't understand that. The word he got was simply the numbers, three numbers or, or two numbers, L something and L something else. He says, tell Ravi that L this, L that are, are fine. I've taken care of it. He didn't know what it meant, but what he was referring to were the lumbar vertebrae that Ravi had injured oh, and had given him trouble for years. Wow. And then Ravi went on to say that since that time that had been spoken over him, he had experienced manifest healing in his body. Wow. Oh, that's cool. Uh, so that's kind of cool. I think that's a, and again, that's a hard thing to do. Right. Uh, yeah. I, uh, I'm not a snooze and roll over kind of guy. Once my mind gets. Once I'm awake, I've, mm-hmm. I can't stay in bed. i got to get up. My mind starts rolling over a hundred different things, so I'm, I'm up out of bed. Yeah. It would take a great deal of discipline to lie there in bed awake and uh, listen, but probably not a bad idea to pursue something like that. Oh, no. Yeah, not at all. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. What I need to do is put my, uh, which I've been using my phone. I mean, I've got an alarm clock. I need to put my phone and charge it and set the alarm like across the room. Mm, yeah. Because then when I'm up, up to when I actually stand up and I'm up out of bed, that's yeah. easy. But it's easy to develop a habit to hit snooze. And I've got my phone set yeah. where you hit snooze that third time, it's done. It's like if you're not up, you're in trouble. So, yeah, um, yeah it's just all, I think to, for me anyway, it's all about developing good habits. And I don't remember, what do they say if you do something? 30 days. Is it 30 days or is it like so many times and then you develop that habit? Uh, it's like it seven times or it's like oh. 30 say times? Be 70 times seven. Mm. Oh, so 70 <laughs> times seven. <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> good authority on that one. You know, Brother Hagen taught that alarm clocks are a crutch to your faith. Heard him say that at Rama. 
And then the next day, 40% of the student body was late for school. (laughs) I'm kidding. No, I, hey, you know what? I would say an alarm clock's a crutch. Really? Yeah. Well, just because. I mean, there are some people, like my dad used to be this way. I don't think he's this way quite as much anymore because he's retired. But he used to get up super early for work every single day. Yeah. Uh, And he held a, you know, a few different jobs since I was growing, uh, uh, since I was little. But, um, I mean, he's the type of person that, just even on the weekends or whenever, even when he wasn't going to work, he would wake up super early because his body was in that natural habit yeah. of waking wow, up, yeah. you know. Yeah. And so when I know, when I go to bed at night and know my alarm clock's going to do my waking up for me, it's going to wake me up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you set your you set your frame of mind yeah. to rely on something else to wake That's you right. up. Yeah. And uh, if I could, I, I man, I would love it if I was in the habit of waking up even at 5 in the morning. Yeah. You know, because even going to bed at midnight, waking up five, five hours of sleep, and for an adult, that's fine. Yeah. You know, you don't yeah. have to have... You want to do that consistently. Well, I don't know. Maybe not, but anyway. It varies from person to person. It varies from, yeah, it varies from person to person. You know, like my wife is somebody that needs a lot more sleep, you know, so she'll crash at right. 9 or 10, and she could sleep till 9 or 10, and that'd right. be fine with her, you know, because she just, you know, she enjoys her sleep and needs her sleep, you know, but for me, I'm a yeah. night owl, and I like to get up in the morning, because if I sleep in, I feel like my day's wasting yeah, away, right. you know. But I would love to develop that habit just naturally of just what, being up in the morning and being out of bed and, and rocking and rolling uh, for the as, day. As I've probably shared with you, uh, the, I worked for a number of years at uh, Sam's Club, and uh, I had to be there at 5 o'clock in the morning Man. to start the receiving job. <laughs> so, you know, and, and I'm not, I don't need a lot of time in the morning. You know, I make sure my lunch is packed or whatever right. the night before. Uh, so I just need time for a quick uh, quick shave and and uh throw on some clothes and get out the door so i would set the alarm for about 25 after four wow and i could be out the door 10 minutes later and be to work on time uh but but i couldn't uh, i needed an alarm to get me up that early you know uh but after years of doing that once i was done with that job i found myself naturally waking up at five and that's you know that's an extra half hour sometimes extra 45 minutes of sleep that i'm getting and uh Felt very well rested, you know, but but because of the alarm waking me up at quarter after four or four twenty five for for a number of years, that just sort of developed that rhythm. I never got to the point where I naturally woke up at four twenty. Gotcha. But after, but then after that, I would wake up naturally at five o'clock. And now I typically still wake up between five and six. But you use an alarm? Uh, I use an alarm on Sunday mornings. That's oh. the only day I use an alarm because. And you still so without an alarm, unassisted, you wake up at five. Correct. Between five and six every correct. day. That is yep. correct. And so, but it's it's great. It, it could, you know, it wasn't through discipline. It was through I had to. Oh get sure, up no. Yeah, well, yeah. that would be discipline. And it's just kind of it's it's a nice thing. But on the other hand, I'm not a night owl. Uh, I I like to I be in bed. I thought you were a night owl. I'm not. Oh, so that's best. That's, that's a night owl. My <laughs> wife is a night owl. Yes, and she would need she would need a, a an alarm regardless. She does a pretty good job of getting up when the alarm goes off. Well. Take that back. She can sleep through a locomotive running through the bedroom, but I hear the alarm, and when I wake her up, she gets up. Right, so, right. Yeah. I think that's probably about as far as we want to go with that uh, topic, talking about the wives and sleeping. So, yeah, right. I don't want to but, talk about uh, more bedroom talk. <laughs> this is a family podcast <laughs> brought to you by Sealy Osteopedic. <laughs> hey, speaking of podcasts, um, what did you think of? Did you, you listen to it? I listened to most the of the first yeah, episode. What did you think of it? I, I, I just I, I went all right, you yeah. know. I, I, I found myself wondering, is this the kind of thing that people are going to appreciate and listen to? And uh, I don't know if we've defined our purpose here. You know, it was more of, I think we, we discussed some, some good stuff, but mm-hmm. a lot of it, I, I can, it uh, had the feel to me 
of sort of the afternoon drive, you know. Yeah, oh, just just good conversation. This is not something that I would urge people. You have to listen to this. It's kind of like if you are in the middle of doing something else uh, and uh, don't feel like digesting a heavy teaching, hey, tune in. Just enjoy some fellowship and and conversation. That's usually what I use a podcast for anyway. Like if I'm driving to work or – down yep. to Charleston for class. I'll yep. just pop in a podcast and listen to it. Yeah, so, you're popping a podcast. Like pop a in a podcast. Yeah, there like you a go. Pop it in. <laughs> yeah. No, that's what I do. I'll be here working on just busy work. You know, here in my office at the church, and just pop up a podcast. You know, yeah. either even if it's a teaching or an, or like a, a you know a service yeah. from another church or something like that. Whatever. Just kind of listen to. It's just kind of going in the background. So you're picking up some things, but that's right. it's not you, like you're taking notes and intensely listening. You know, so you listen to teachings from other churches. I do. How dare you? As a matter of fact, I do. There's something else I need to talk to you about. Yeah. After this podcast. <laughs> Matt's not going to be on the next podcast, yeah. probably. <laughs> Scott, you've been doing Daniel fast or kind of yeah, Daniel fast. Pr- right? Yes. Is there any foods that you can found? I just confess something right? Oh now. no, it's a Here modified. Yeah, I modified it last night. Really, you know, we've you, been, whoa, we've you been wait a minute. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Sundays have been the official cheat day, and all I have allowed myself, I'm still off bread, I'm still off sweets, been very good. I've allowed myself a little chicken or something like that, mm-hmm. just a little extra protein on Sundays. Last night, Brian Dunkman brought me a small roll of homemade deer summer sausage. Oh. Venison summer sausage. He wanted me to try it, and he said, I know you're fasting meat. And I said, well, why it might be, uh, might be hard to... Uh, Hard to wait till Sunday on this stuff. And he said, hey, man, that's between you and God. And I want to stress here that I have said from the beginning that I don't want to take a legalistic approach to this fast, right? So, What do they say about people that are a stumbling block? I don't know. Oh, that's right. He'd say, anyway, he, he washed his hands of it and said, take it home, do what I want. Anyway, all that to say, it was thawed out by the time we got home from church last night. And I decided I just wanted to taste it. Yeah. It was extraordinary. I bet. And so I had to taste it again. And here's why. Because I haven't eaten meat regularly, I wondered, did it only taste good to me because I was craving meat? So I had to take off another slice and let it, let the flavors sort of uh, coat my tongue as I chewed it. And, uh, And after the third bite, I was convinced that it was indeed, maybe hands down, well, it was hands down the best summer sausage I've ever had. So, oh, this sounds, man, that's This podcast brought to you by Brian Duffman <laughs> Meat Processing. He I, made it himself. This did he really? The stuff he sent off to be processed. He made this oh, no himself kidding. with his own grinder and casing. I, wow. And I love so, Case it himself? Yes. I wouldn't even know how to do that. I wouldn't either. I was yeah, amazed. Wow. Uh, but yeah, so anyway, three bites of summer sausage I had yeah. last night. I refuse. I, re- I rebuke condemnation. I don't receive it. Uh, there's freedom. The law of liberty has set me free. So uh, there it is. Uh, but yeah, go on with your question. Daniel fast, a modified Daniel fast. Right. Oh. Bread, sweets, and meats. Yeah. So. Uh, well, I was just going to ask, has there been any food that you've had on the fast that maybe you wouldn't normally have that you found you really like? Oh. Like huh. to eat? Uh, that was one thing I discovered, something I'd never had before. I'd heard of it, just never bothered to taste it, was jicama. Is that that mm-hmm. Mexican potato? Yeah, yeah, you had me try that, which legitimately tastes like a cross between an apple and a potato. Flavor and texture, I think, is exactly halfway between an apple and a potato. And I found it, uh, the, the crunch, the taste, everything is very satisfying. Dip it in a little of that Mexican seasoning, chili lime salt mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. Very good. So there's that. Uh, and, and I have to say, on the whole, I don't typically eat a lot of vegetables anyway oh yeah uh and because i'm 
limited to, uh, you know, so many things are cut out of my diet. I have been eating a lot of vegetables, a little more. Uh, I have some brown rice, that, oh, yeah. and these are things that are good, but I don't eat a lot of, you know. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, and that's the other thing that 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 God has dealt with me about during this fast is, hey, again, let's don't get legalistic about this. Let's don't say foods are off limits, but. Uh, man, no, it's no, it's no secret that I enjoy eating. I mean, it's something that, you know, you know, we've talked about it before. Probably we go on vacation and thinking, Ooh, where can we eat tonight? Yep. Yeah. yeah. You know? It's amazing how much of our lives are revolves around. I've eating. heard, I've heard a lot about how the Branson trip is really just about eating. It is. It's like there's, there's only, um, cause you've seen sure, all the shows. I'm, I am pretty sure any trip anywhere. It kind of is. It goes it is, about, you eating. know, but, yeah. but there's things we do and when the whole family goes down there. It's like, oh, today is the breakfast buffet. Right. right. Well, we enjoy that, but I'm always thinking, if I really pick out the breakfast buffet, am I going to be able, <laughs> you know, it's usually a two-meal day. And it's like, well, if we're going to go to this place for lunch, I'm not going to do breakfast, you know. Or I'm, if I'm going to go to lunch, I'm going to go to lunch early because I definitely want to hit this place for dinner tonight. And it's, you know, and again, you, know, you want to try things that you can't try yeah. at home maybe. Yeah. Right, right. Uh, I get it. But when I'm home, do I need to spend that much time thinking about food? Do I need to stock up? on uh, Totino's party pizzas just because they're on sale. <laughs> right. You know, because I have know from experience, when I stock up, if i got a freezer full of them... You're going to eat them. I'm going to yeah. eat those yeah. before I eat anything else. And yeah. so God's speaking to me about, about being a better steward of the, of the temple here. Yeah. And so what I have paid attention to is, what of, of these foods that I'm eating now is something... I, I don't want to make this so Spartan that I can't continue it. Right. Because mm-hmm. while this has been a spiritually enriching experience for me, I am well aware of the ancillary benefits. I, I have lost significant weight, but I still have significant weight to lose. Right. So I can't just go off this. So I'm, I'm excited because I have discovered that this is an eating plan that I can, with modification, because I would definitely want to add some lean protein. Yeah. Right. Uh, I could continue this for a while yeah. and, and get down to something more manageable. So, yeah. Well. well. <laughs> what do they say? Every seven minutes there's dead there's a space, lull. a lull in conversation. So by now we probably had I think two of those at least. Yeah, so yeah, <laughs> that's pretty. That's not bad. Yeah. The first one I don't really think we had any. I think we had one in the first one. Maybe because yeah, typically we're maybe. staring at each other over these microphones, and when there's a little yeah. bit of dead space, you feel awkward. Yeah, and even like, more so when uh, you know people are listening. Mm-hmm. And well, worrying. I made sure to try and cut out some of that dead space. Oh, too, okay. So. so you're probably cutting out this mundane conversation as well. We, we can leave the mundane <laughs> conversation. I'll leave out the well before. The well. <laughs> Well, we're going to wrap this up um, for today, and uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed listening to us, and the the conversation was a little bit edifying, and and bless you on your drive home or drive to work or while you're washing dishes, whatever it is you're doing. We appreciate you guys listening to us, and uh, we hope you join us next time. Thank you, guys.